Hi, welcome to Great Hearts Table. I'm Randy Greenwald, and though I may be technically the host of this podcast, I'm as much a participant as a producer. What you might hear me say is more likely than not to be what I myself need to hear or have needed to hear. There really is a parody around this table. As pastors, we need each other, and we need to be honest with each other, for none of us has it all together. None of us has it all figured out except for those who say they do, and they're merely pretending. In this post, I want to revisit the conundrum many of us often face, do I stay or do I go? And beware of those with simplistic answers, and beware of those who pretend this conundrum is somehow new. As always, thanks for joining us. Werner Herzog's captivating documentary, Grizzly Man, follows the passion of Timothy Treadwell into the Alaskan wilderness to live among grizzly bears. Sounds like pastoral ministry to many. For sure, the views are unmatched and the sunset spectacular. There are perks, but the grizzlies. It's the grizzlies that keep them awake at night. It's the grizzlies that make them run. And the buzz around pastoral circles these days is that the grizzlies are winning. A recent Christianity Today cover story confirmed that pastors are tired, weary, frustrated, broke, and many are getting out. And there's no shame in that. One can only be mauled by grizzlies for so long. And with apologies to Jim Elliott, he is no fool who, in realizing he has nothing left to give, runs to keep what he fears he might be losing. But really, is all this actually that new? I don't mean to minimize it. COVID and politics have focused our attention on the matter, but I probably wrote six letters of resignation before the calendar hit 1990. In 2010, an overwhelmed JetBlue flight attendant grabbed a beer and slid down the emergency chute into another career. I think there have always been pastors looking for such an exit. This may be a part of what it means to be a pastor. It may be why we take vows. We're well familiar with the succinct summation of discipleship given by Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, The Cost of Discipleship. He says, when Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. No doubt many of us have flung those words at our congregations. Perhaps we need to fling them at ourselves. When Christ calls us to ministry, and this too, he calls us to die. He calls us to die, for example, to visions of success. Today's ecclesiastical culture challenges us to leverage vision and passion into a large and prosperous church, and when this doesn't happen, the shame of failure is death to us. To pastor stable, that is, not growing, churches, requires us to die to the illusion of professional success as it has been defined for us. That wouldn't be so bad if the sheep we do gather didn't bite I'm conflict avoidant, and that's not a good trait for a pastor. To be a pastor is to be in a place of conflict. A pastor dies to peace. Further, to commit to a place, to a ministry, to a people is to die to options. A pastor has no corporate ladder to climb, no career trajectory to pursue, no 10-year plan of professional growth. 
pastors may be called to other or different flocks where their gifts may better flourish, but to pastor a given flock is an end worthy in itself. Some have refused calls to greener pastures because their work in caring for their current flock was not yet complete. And those who do find it necessary to leave do not find that step to be very easy. Engineers or nurses or teachers can change companies or hospitals or schools with minimal disruption to their lives. Often they can stay in their own houses and keep their kids in their schools. When pastors consider a change, the change is ordinarily hugely disruptive. Most pastors die to wealth. Of course, some churches pay their pastors what I consider to be an obscene salary. But most churches struggle and struggle sincerely to pay a good living wage to their pastors. We're not going to grow rich doing this, and the temptation to leave ministry for a better paying gig is a real one. I know that there are many pastors bearing heavy burdens. You are living among grizzlies, or you feel them lurking in the trees. In the end, all that was left of Timothy Treadwell was his watch. I don't wish that on anyone, pastor or not. Nevertheless, the call to pastor is a call to die. And so we have to remember that lying on the other side of death is always, for the Christian, life. And for that we persevere. One recent Sunday, I sulked my way to church. I texted my self-pity to Barb, my long-suffering wife. I gloomily told our children's ministry director, Elizabeth, that I was ready to chuck it all. Both Barb and Elizabeth were sympathetic. They also know me well enough to know that these feelings would pass. The day ended with my realizing, once again, a vision of life. What an awesome privilege it is to be trusted to enter the inner spaces of people's fears and hopes and brokenness. As a pastor, I get to walk with people through some of the hardest and yet the most glorious periods of their lives. It's scary at times, frustrating at others, but always it's an honor afforded to few. It's a privilege, I've come to realize, that's worth dying for. Great Hearts Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. Thanks to Over the Rhine for permission to use their wonderful songs, All My Favorite People, and Called Home. And thanks to you for listening. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that I have found called home. Take a left to loneliness, there's a place to find forgiveness called